Welcome to Design Speaks. This lovely podcast is brought to you by a graphic design geek and a regular human being, aka a non-designer. We're here to chat about music, pop culture, cool places, and basically whatever we feel is relevant. Hey guys, I'm Brandy C. And I'm Michelle. And you are listening to Design Speak, episode 20. What up? Uh, sorry, I we record upstairs and I just ran up the stairs right before we started recording. Just a little bit out of breath. Not wise. <laughs> we all make mistakes. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. <laughs> so, um... Man, we've been having a lot of interviews and stuff and really short episodes, and so we haven't had time to talk about a lot of things that have been going on with us. I've had a really fun week. Um, This past week, I got to do a huge shoot for my job. Um, Explain what huge means. It's the biggest that I know that I think my job has ever done. I am a, for lack of a better phrase, job title production assistant for my um, for where I work and I work for a bunch of videographers and so we had a huge huge shoot where we went out of town and um, we hired an actress and she was amazing and we worked together and I think we're we've created a pretty awesome product that I'm really excited for the world to see but it's not ready yet that's as vague as I could be as, <laughs> as I guess I just meant like what were your what were your hours like? Oh gosh, for like three I was working days, like fifteen hour days, which is not normal for me. Yeah, I stick to my solid ten hour days, which I work four times. I work nurse hours, so yeah. So if you guys follow Michelle on Instagram, you would just see a lot of like her and her tired face. Yeah, it was those <laughs> the bags do not lie. Um, I had a good Father's Day. Not that I was the father, but I definitely reaped benefits of good food. Um, it was a full day and the coolest part besides like, you know, celebrating dads and husbands and stuff was that we went to this park and I told, kind of told you this is, I feel like maybe this is super lame to talk about, but I was so I stoked said, about Michelle, it. if it inspires you, it's not lame. So everybody, I had taken a nap in the park. And I woke up and everybody's talking and they're, I don't even know what they're you talking sleep about. sleep at parks? I've never done it. I haven't done it in a long time, but I <laughs> fell asleep at the park and it was beautiful in the shade. It was like 15 degrees cooler than in the sun. And I, everybody was talking and I looked up and I see this huge bird fly in. Not like your normal like sparrow or like even like a crow or anything. It flies in into the trees and it like... It looks like it's like going for something, and it's it was patterned beautifully. And I like I got up and I ran over to it, and I'm looking, and it is a hawk, a, a hawk, huge hawk. Did you get a picture of it? No, it was so it, our phones aren't that great. Um, so, but it like flew into this huge nest, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that thing has babies up there. And we're thinking maybe it's just like the egg stage of the babies, like they haven't hatched yet. Nope. There's little tiny hawks, baby no. hawks, sticking their heads out. And they're like these white, fe- oh. like feathery things. It was the cutest thing. We watched them for like 45 minutes. Oh, my gosh. It was so much fun. And it was like, like at first I was like, it's probably not a hawk. It's probably not a hawk. It like lifted up its head. I'm like, that is a hawk. Oh, my gosh. So we majestic. It was beautiful. Anyway, that the was majesty my. majesty of a 
of a bird parent. Yeah, yeah, it was glorious. <laughs> and I felt like we should tell people and then not tell people at the same time because I was afraid people would harm the hawk. Oh, you know. So I just wanted to keep it safe. But now I'm, I feel like keep, keep it safe. I definitely <laughs> said that yesterday too. I 100% said that yesterday to my niece who did not understand. But it felt good to say it yes. anyway, right? <laughs> yes. Um, but I felt like a real adult, too, because we were bird watching. Oh, my gosh. Now <laughs> it sounds lame. Yeah. So <laughs> it was cool. You know, you're watching a hawk all up until you said bird watching. I was bird watching. Okay, Michelle. That was my week. Old. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was my time. <laughs> uh, okay. So um, I don't remember really what I did last week. Um you obviously work with my husband, as most people by this point know. So he was basically MIA for the the week. <laughs> yeah, he was working the same hours as me. So I, I mean, I did I did stuff with my kiddo, but that's not that's not like anything you guys care about. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was great and it was fun and stuff. That's but, all that matters. Um, but two weeks ago, um, I went to Dallas for the AIGA leadership retreat. And that is something worth talking about. And I'm going to try to keep it as short as humanly possible because we want to not go too long today. But Good luck. I know. Good luck. So basically um, what the leadership retreat is, um, so AIGA is the Professional Association for Design. Um, They are the largest um, design, graphic design, visual design association um, in the world, I believe. At the very least, it's the U.S., but I'm really confident in saying the world. Um, So basically what this is, um, I was recruited as a board member um, a few years ago. Um, I actually was able to take a title uh, this year as education director. So they sent me to this retreat in Dallas, and it was basically only for, for the leaders, so the board members, so not just a member of AIGA, but a leader member. Super fun. <laughs> so I, I've never been to one of these things. Like, I've been to design conferences, and I, I wasn't sure, like, what to expect. Was it kind of what you had imagined it to be? Um, It was so much better. Yay! Um, I drank the Kool-Aid. <laughs> Careful. You're I, in Texas. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and that's actually something I also learned is like an AIGA leadership retreat thing. Like to leave saying you drank the Kool-Aid means that like you actually get it. Like you get what this AIGA thing should be. And that's how I feel. So um, the just the real basic things that I, I really got out of it were like learning about all the really cool initiatives that AIGA has that I, I, I do want to like do an episode on AIGA one of these times, but I'll just run through like the things really quickly. Um, they they started the whole design for good thing. Um, this this guy named Justin Ahrens. Um, Isn't that the thing that they reached out to you for? Or is um, that not it? Design for good. Remember we talked about it probably like 10 episodes oh, ago. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. No, but that, I mean, that idea... Is spawned is, from that. Is probably spawned from that. Cool. Yeah. So Justin Aarons, he's a really neat guy. He he started that. They also have something called Women Lead, which um, is trying to address the issue of something that you and I have, have off-air talked about wanting to address on this show at some point is the... Um, disproportionate amount of men versus women in the design fields. Yeah, I really want to talk about that. I know we have a little bit more preparation to do for that. Type yeah, of we episode, do. Though. But um, AIGA has an initiative called Women Lead, where they want to try to push this more. 
Um, they also have something called Diversity and, and Inclusion Initiative, which um, it's it's basically what it sounds like. It's they want to include diverse people in their organization. Now, something that I learned at at this event that I and maybe most people wouldn't associate. So it's not just race. It's not just gender. It's not just ethnicity type stuff. It's also they want they want people of different religions. They want um, diversity of thought. They also want, which is really cool and something that I'm super excited about, people that are just excited about or value design to be Ooh, members. Because they matter too. And yes. That- they are our community. Mm-hmm. They are the people that help show. So you could be a member of AIGA. I could eventually someday be a <laughs> member of AIGA. I mean, there's um, there's so much opportunity. It could be an accountant who just you know has his own business and really values design in in some sense. It could be interior designers. It could be photographers. It could be any creative person or just people that really support the creative arts. So that was something really cool that I was like, wow, like I can really bring that to this community and bring more people in because it's not just graphic designers anymore. That is so cool. So that was really awesome. And um, they also have this other thing that's that's big for, that's going to be big for Albuquerque, I think, um, the in-house initiative. Um, so in-house designers. Uh, Albuquerque doesn't have a huge population of um, studio like agency mm-hmm. designers. Most people are either freelance or they're in-house. Right. And um, we're not, and I'm, I'm saying this on behalf of AIGA New Mexico, like we're not doing anything to support them. And I think that that could be really huge for us here. Um, so there's that. And they also have scholarships. Wow. Which I didn't know about. That is great news. So there's just so many cool things that I got like really amped up about. They have a, a thing called Design Plus. And they did one recently in Las Vegas called Design Plus Music, which is like yes. everything I, I dream about in my life. So, yeah, it was it was just like an amazing um, – like I've been a part experience. of AIGA, yeah, since like 2006, and I never knew any of this stuff. So you feel like you're finally starting to understand more about yeah. what AIG, AIGA is. Yeah, about. and one last little um, little quip to to show like the kind of organization that they are. So the whole weekend, um, national the people that run AIGA national in New York. Um, all the board members for National are hanging out there, and they all just mingle and chat with everybody. They want to know what you think. They want to know if you need want changes or anything. So over the course of the weekend, um, I was involved in some conversations, and a lot of other people were involved in conversations about like how do we how do we catch creatives or potential creatives, potential designers earlier, and kind of get before college get into high schools and have conversations with those kids, have conversations with them, with their parents to show that like creativity is a real job, Hmm. you know, because like people, there's so many times where it's like, yeah, I really wanted to to be a graphic designer, but my dad wanted me to be a lawyer because being an artist isn't a real job. So did you guys come to any conclusions? Yeah. So this was conversations that were happening just randomly over the weekend and at the last, um, it was kind of like the farewell. The The president, the outgoing president of AIGA National was doing like a Q&A session. And she basically was like, so um, we want to know your feedback, want to know ideas. And someone stood up and was like, hey, I just wanted to say that I, I there's been a lot of conversations around like the K through 12 discussion about how to incorporate 
the importance and value of design and the creative arts into the K through 12. And she's like, yeah, a lot of us um, national board members have been hearing those conversations and we it's officially like on our docket Yay, for something to do. That's so important. Like, it just happened that weekend. That's awesome. And they were already, the board was just like, yeah. Let's do that. We want to do that. Well, it's kind of like fighting for performing arts in school. It's an, it's not really um, an important, it's not really priority to a lot of high schools or in middle schools, especially the ones that I attended where we had, we were fighting for our performing arts center. Which yeah, lower we income like New Mexico. We don't, we don't <laughs> have that. We didn't even have a performing arts center when I was in high school. They have one now, but it was a solid seven years after I graduated. So I performed in a hole in the wall. <laughs> Like, literally, it was a hole in the wall. And you were grateful, because at least you got grateful. to do it. <laughs> yes, and I love doing it, and I learned so much. Yeah. So this being on the docket is really exciting. Yeah, I mean, and it's not the fact that it's that it's what it is. I mean, that is exciting. Yeah. The thing itself, the thing that impressed me was that... They immediately they were, were like, yes. like, yeah, this conversation only happened in three days, and they're like, we think it's important, we're going to get on it. And cool. it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I definitely drank the Kool-Aid, can I you tell? I love it, yes. So, yeah, I have lots of things to talk about. We are definitely going to do, like, an AIGA-focused episode because there's lots to talk about. So, um, besides that, uh, I've just been ogling book covers that I don't need to talk about but that's what I've been about right now like <laughs> book covers are I, life I just go to like Barnes and Noble and just like take pictures of book covers so you can find the ones that I like <laughs> I'm gonna be posting some really good ones on Instagram so um my song this week is by Bastille and uh you were saying that it's it's a little harder yeah than when they're normal stuff yeah. they usually have a lot of like um, melodic and it's it's usually focused on his voice there's obviously music happening mm-hmm. in the background but yeah so I really liked this one just because it it just I don't know it felt like energy That's and so we'll listen to it now you go sleep with the fishes there's no room for you here there's no room for you here Rap your teeth around the pavement Cause your body's a message Send my regards to hell Fall up on your knees sing This is my body and soul here Fall and beg and plead sing You got the power of control I'm feeling all song i don't know how you guys feel about bastille or any of the other music we play but i really love this song um what speaks to you i think it's it's usually the energy the lyrics for this one um there is one that's the it's part of the chorus it says fall upon your knees saying this is my body and soul here fall and begging pleading you've got the power and control and i kind of i just kind of thought that was like it's such an exclamation of like this is me and I have, like, the power to do what what I'm, like, called to do. Ooh. And, like, that's kind of what stuck out to me. So it's more empowering. Yeah. Yeah. So it has this energy. It has, like, this power in the lyrics. And um, I actually only heard this song, like, a day ago. But it, nice. it knocked out some of my other stuff. Um, I've been listening to lots of different things. I've been listening to Bleachers, um, Fountains of Wayne, Arkells. I love Bleachers. Um, and Arkells. Wow. 
and Frank Sinatra. <sighs> so that's all good that's all good stuff. So huh, I, I still think I haven't like breathed enough. So I'm gonna go ahead and let you ask your question so okay. I can do that. So um as you know, as many of you out there know, I'm kind of an outsider to the graphic design world, but I'm also someone who has like a backstage pass to the graphic design <laughs> world um, because I have you in my I'll life. I'll design one for you yeah. that you can wear when we record. Thank you, a backstage pass. Uh-huh. Nice. Um, but I've noticed that sometimes illustrations, um, whatever, anything that a graphic designer can make and an illustrator can make, um, they can be, the illustrations can be a lot more prominent or eye-catching than the type it's accompanying. And so, and even sometimes it's the opposite. So I'm wondering, is one being the illustration or the type, is one of those supposed to be more important than the other? Oh boy. Can I just say that depends and we can be done? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. And outro. The end, guys. Cue the outro. <laughs> Do the research yourself. It depends. Just kidding. That's not why we're here. Okay, so it does It does sort of depend. Um, the, the main thing that I will say is that type and image of any kind, be it um, illustration, um, be it a logo, like the symbol part of a logo, or be it a photograph, um, if you are working on your designs the correct way, they should have a symbiotic relationship. Like, you should not be able to have one without the other. If you are an illustrator and um, your illustration is crowding out your type and making it impossible for you to even use type in your design, then you need to make some changes to your illustration. Mm. If you are laying out your type and then the illustrator that you are maybe using or maybe you are both the illustrator and the designer and you are laying out your type first and you're trying to cram in your illustration around your type, it's not going to work either. Feels like it's not meant to be. Yeah. So I know I talk about them a lot, but um, aesthetic apparatus, um, gig posters, just poster designers, um, they do this really well with illustrations because that's basically they do some they do some stuff kind of like what I do, um, which is more of like a collage sort of illustration. But they also do like actual illustrations, but they they work their type together so well that you can't tell it's like the chicken or the egg like you can't tell which came first and that's the right way like that should be it you can't tell whether they did the illustration or chose the type first because they are like they got married and they became one Mm. so you should you should always be able if you're doing it correctly um people looking on the outside should should not be able to understand what came first yeah so that's they like should a be good, constantly questioning yeah so that's like a good um check of it so now how you do that though is um the p word process hmm. you <laughs> process we're just it's like we're little kids <laughs> the yay, p word the p word the word of the day is process the word of every day is process <laughs> um so uh, how how that happens is in in your mind map whenever you're um, trying to figure out like the style of your piece. So um, let's say you're creating a poster for oh gosh, the national. <laughs> Michelle hates the national. Let's I know. I the love national. the national, and it's not that I hate them. It just 
Never mind. Continue. <laughs> I'm being facetious. Okay, let's choose something else that maybe people – Some people might not know the national. Let's choose – who is someone that people – like everyone will know. We'll, we'll say Justin Timberlake. Okay. Okay, you're creating, you're creating a, a poster for Justin Timberlake. And so you're sitting down with your mind map and you get to a concept of maybe um, retro 80s video games. Okay. I don't even know what that would be. But so let's say that. So then – at that point, you should start thinking consecutively in your mind and writing down and looking for typefaces that fit that description. So what kind of typefaces were actually being used on video games mm. in the 80s? Okay. Okay, so then what you do is you find an illustrator or you illustrate to the style of 80s video games. And then... Just even before they even touch the page, they already work together. That makes make sense. sense. That makes sense. So you're not going and creating this massive illustration and then backpedaling and trying to go find your typeface that hopefully will work with this. Because at that point, you've already, you've already like... You figured out all the puzzle pieces. Yeah. And now you just need to put them together. Yeah. So it, this pu- these pieces all belong to the same puzzle. Yes, they should. Yeah, so it, it is it's, It is very much like a puzzle. So if you do it the other way, it's like, you know, I know we've probably all had like random puzzle pieces in the wrong boxes. Yeah. And it looks like it fits. And you're like, ah, this can, like, I can shove this in here real hard and it'll, it'll probably work. Or even the same puzzle. Yeah. You know, it's like the right puzzle, but it's the wrong piece. Mm. And you can shove it in there, but when the puzzle's finished – Something's going to be wrong. Right. And that's exactly how it looks. So that's, and that's when one of the very first questions you asked me on this show was like, how can I tell a good design from a bad design? What did I say? I don't remember. The type. You said the type. I remember that now. I'm not saying that I just remember that. You said the type. The type. And that's how I know. It's like, if it looks like it's actually thought out, well-placed, well-sized, the hierarchy is good, then I know that they did a good job. And you know, 21 episodes later... I can totally see that. I can told. I can. I know. I think I could probably recognize that now. Yeah. So you can kind of tell what level of design people are at, like beginner, probably like mid range and advanced, based on how they use type in their designs. Interesting. Yeah. So illustrations, kind of. It's. It's. Um. I have. I have an intern, and actually, part of this question came from him. So shout out to Jeremiah for what asking up? a great question. Thanks, and I, Jeremiah. I really thought that this was something that could be valuable. To to everyone, yeah, because all creatives <laughs> to all creation to all That's creation. What I'm to say. <laughs> no, <laughs> not exactly, guys. <laughs> I wish. Um, so I hope that I hope that that helps. Um, he had a lot of there's there's like a lot of nuancey kind of things that that go along with that um, and choosing typefaces and and stuff. So if you guys have any like really specific questions in relation to to this and how. Um, you know, I'd, I'd love to see your designs. Like, send me stuff and ask me, and I'd be happy to, like, critique you. What's your email address? Um, it's brandy at brandyc.com. And can you spell your name for that? B-R-A-N-D-I-S-E-A. You can also find her on all forms of social media. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just search her name. She's the only one with that name. Like, you're, ne- you're not going to run into anybody else with that and i hear that we got some feedback yes how exciting so it's not a review so i'm gonna actually just i'm gonna say zachary 
Okay. Zachary Nelson out there, you should put a review on for us. Come on, on Zach. iTunes. Can but I I'm call a- you Z Dog? <laughs> I'm gonna let you read it. So this okay. is this is his email. Okay. That he sent us. He says, he says, "Hey, my name is Zachary. I recently transitioned from designer to creative director at a firm in the Midwest." Hey, we're reaching the Midwest. That's cool. Hey, Midwest. Yes. It's so empty. Mm-hmm. I, re- I rely heavily on material like the stuff you put out to learn how to lead, push my team, etc. Just stumbled on your podcast today, and I love it. I've been looking for a good podcast to listen to on my morning commute, and I think I found that with Design Speaks. Yay. I'll be listening retroactively to the stuff you've already put out. Keep up the great work. Yay! Thank you, Zachary. Thanks, Z Dog. That, that's a really that's like such good. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it totally threw me. We're <laughs> Zachary, even though you already sorry. said it, like I don't think it sunk in the first okay, time. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll stop. Um, <laughs> he probably hates it. He hates me. He he hates me. No, nobody <laughs> hates you, Michelle. <laughs> nobody could hate you. Um, You're too bubbly. Oh, sometimes I smile. So thank you. Thank you guys for continuing to send your feedback. Send it however you want. You can send it over email. You can send it on my Instagram, Michelle's Instagram, Facebook. Just however you yeah, want. Yeah, whatever. We're everywhere, so you can find us easily. And speaking of thank you, a huge thank you to Vespertine for allowing us to use his brilliant music for our podcast. And once again, you can check out our show notes for links and info on all our Design Speaks episodes. And as Brandy just said, Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes, please. It's like the icing on our cake. Yes. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week.